This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that fully expects Nick Saban to stare deeply into COVID's soul and psychologically demolish it until it is simply a shell of a virus, uh, <laughs> like it, like he does with many of his players. Uh, get well, you psychopath. I'm Joe Public, and uh, we're joined by Rain Man, who I'm sure will be informing us that he beat Capper head-to-head in what we call the Big Rubber. And Rain oh, Man, why I? do we call it the Big Rubber? Because it's known to knock opponents out with a swift, strong clubber. Just asked Cap about Rocky Top last week, Joe, as you previewed. It's the Big Rubber. Lock the week, rain money, baby. Rocky Top, Rocky Top, That song wasn't playing nearly enough last week. That was your problem, Capper. Uh, it was the first <laughs> first half. It sure it was blazing. All right, Rain Man, uh, you give us uh, give us your Big Rubber this week. I'm I'm excited to talk more about because I I despise this pick. Who do you got? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that you despise it, but we're doing Aggie minus six against Mississippi State University. My my read on this is Aggie's a fine team and Mississippi State is absolute trash. Get ready for that. All right. That's Fair enough. Deep analysis. Uh, and on the other end, uh, a capper, you're, uh, you got hurt last week. We know you got hurt. So you're going back to the well for your rubber this week. Tell me who you got yeah. for your pick. Saturday was tough. I let a lot of people down. Uh, I was hurt Saturday night. I was... You were hurt in a spiral. It was a dark. It was a dark space. So I'm, I'm going back to something I know, something I'm comfortable with. Kentucky plus six at Tennessee. See I can't quit blue. these boys. Oh, I actually love blue. that pick. That's not the. That's not going back to the well. Boys. That's fading the well. They are so good. Yeah. But also so bad. But I believe. I mean, we're all basically against Kentucky this week. That's why I pick against Mississippi State. Is like, look, they scored two points against Kentucky wild i love it yeah we're riding we're riding roll it listen man it's the real coach jb here man i hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are man everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch cnn and msnbc and fucking fox news and all that sounds like you're a fucking dreamer you're getting dumber get your fucking ass figured out go watch the real show watch we will bang your bookies wife Step your game up stop being a slapdick make today a great day all right, like I said, this is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. Uh, exciting week for the podcast on, on numerous fronts. Uh, we we have some hot, hot action, uh, some great memes on our Instagram account, at BYBW Podcast. Um, and as we'll be discussing later, we're now on uh, Flick Chat, which you can find us, uh, Bang Your Bookie's Wife. Uh, we're going to be giving you some more details because that's uh, pretty exciting. It's a way we can interact with you guys. And uh, a new... Uh, we got a new thing we're trying out here. Uh, we're, we're calling it our King of the Hill Picks segment. Um, you guys have been listening to picks from us assholes for so long. We wanted to throw it back out to you guys. We uh, got some people via our Instagram, uh, a few fans uh, that, that wanted to have their try at making a pick on the show. So how it's going to work is if you want to be part of this, you can just hit us up on Instagram at Podcast. Tell us you want to be involved in the King of the Hill pick challenge, and if our current king falls, you may just be in the running to replace him. But but let's still give respect to our current king. Uh, I call him a uh, Canada Adam. Uh, and, Honestly, and you're gonna Canada find... Adam. If you last long enough, we might kick Capra out and just put you on here. Very fair. If you stay long it's enough, we, you might just get premature. a spot. You might never leave. You don't have a choice. And I'll it's just early. I'll say from the outset, I like Canada Adam way better than Rain Man already. Uh, this guy is no hoser. <laughs> He's wow. an outstanding gentleman. 
Uh, and I just like, I like the cut of them. So let's, let's see Can Adam's first King of the Hill pick. Uh, here we go. Hi guys. My name's Adam from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. My King of the Hill pick this week, we're looking to the ACC where the Notre Dame Fighting Irish are taking on the Louisville Cardinals. While the spread opened at 15 and is now up to 17, I think it's an easy pick to take Notre Dame to cover the spread, as well as to take the over at 64.5 points. Notre Dame scored 35 points in the first half last week and then let up. However, Louisville scored at least 20 points in each of their games so far and expect them to try and come out for a good showing this week. David Adam, I, I mean, I absolutely love the pick. It was very close to my board. I banged it at the very end because I like this last pick you're about to hear it later more. I think the analysis is spot on. If Notre Dame wants to cover the spread, they can. I just got to say, Rayman, your voice sounds like fucking razor blades in my ear after listening to that velvety <laughs> Canadian jaunt. Just, it's a oh utilitarian voice. I provide you winners. You don't have to like me. You just put it in the picks. I am uh, the, sli- the slip reading there is pretty impressive. Someone's been listening. I, I, I like the pick, but I, I like Canada Adam. I hope uh, I hope this one works out because we'd love to see another pick from uh, next next week. Uh, but yeah, like we said, keep keep up with us at BYBW Podcast on Instagram if you want to get involved. Uh, and that's our first uh, King of the Hill. Honestly, pick. a little now- bit nervous about that total. So let's count Notre Dame as his actual pick. The total. I don't know if Louisville's gonna be able to score much. We'll I, I think this guy knows what he's talking about way more than you. But we're still going to give you your form to make your picks uh, right now because this enough. is the weekly. But first, a uh, quick word from a legitimate sponsor? A real one? Hey, uh, Capper, so I was watching the Georgia-Tennessee game last week. I know she didn't answer any of my texts. She didn't hear me up on my phone. No DMs on Facebook. No DMs on Instagram. And no DMs on Twitter. What's up with that? Well, I had no interest in speaking with you um, during the second half of that train wreck of a performance by my Tennessee Vols, but I was on FlickChat app the entire afternoon, and I didn't hear a word from you. I mean, I just downloaded it this week. I do love it. I'm going to be on it all weekend, watching college football, talking with you, probably not with Joe, but like he'll be on it, I'll just be ignoring it, and all the listeners who are downloading Flick app this week. Yeah, it's a great way for podcasts and podcasters to interact with their fan bases. And I know we have a loyal group at home listening, um, and we'd love to speak. You're going to search for us on the Apple iTunes Store or the Google Play App Store. Both of them are available. Search and flick, flick chat. Promo is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. We're using it full full stop we're not going over all we're not apostrophing this bad no boy we're just going all the way in spell it out i don't know this is very confusing to me i hope i picked the right ones i feel 10 feet tall right now the strong as it all right all right this is the weekly these are the picks that count the picks that matter the picks that make you money um and man i was still blown away by that pick from canada adam what a what a gentleman uh <laughs> and a scholar uh i'm, I'm and a jolly good fellow uh let's go uh rain man let's get you to expand on uh your rubber this week uh you got aggie on going on the road laying points against uh mississippi state what why yeah aggie minus six i as i said earlier i think they're a fine team Florida probably should have won that game last week. That's fine. I'll take that L. 
if it wasn't for the fumble. But that being said, the fact that they were competitive with Florida, I do think Florida was a very good team before this COVID outbreak. I think Aggie's pretty good. I think Mississippi State is absolutely awful, and that's the reason for this pick. K.J. Costello looked terrible against Kentucky, which Capper alluded to earlier, throwing four interceptions and having a zero, an over on the offense. They scored two total points. The team got embarrassed by Arkansas. And I think now that the Mississippi State win, people are still clinging to week one because they got so much hype because they beat LSU. And now that looks like a distant reverie. It's like a nice long walk in the park. You're walking with your sophomore sweetheart and you're remembering the nice sunny day in the like Central Park in New York. And then you look back on it five years later and it was rainy and she cheated on you with Mathlete Marshall anyways. And it doesn't matter. And she sucked the whole time. Just That's like very, Mississippi State. They're terrible. Take very Aggie. Specific. Harness the momentum from last week. <laughs> you okay, buddy? I think that you're just really this is just, are you, real. As are you, you guys are, know, I use this as free therapy. So Yeah. I, are you why are you so incel? Uh I I hate this pick just because this is a obvious huge letdown spot for AM. They just you know, came we off. We talked their, about the letdown and the look ahead last week. You have to give me a reason the, why it's a letdown or a look ahead. I mean, right now AM is trying to win some games in the SEC. I don't think they're looking down on it's not like it's an FCS opponent and they're trying to I think they face they put so much pressure on getting that that win. Um against against florida the fact they they got it in a crowded stadium and what i will say mississippi state is is the 10th is 10th in in defensive efficiency and is a&m outstanding against the pass i don't think no but state's outstanding with the pass though i don't think that matters they scored zero touchdowns and four interceptions from KJ Costello last week. I really think you got to ignore the overall stats from mississippi state they just beat lsu week one and have looked terrible in the last two games I think the bl- the blueprint's out on beating those guys on defense. Yeah, there's more film now in Mike Leach's new offense. Um, you just spread spread your DBs out, spread your linebackers out, cover the field, make them beat you with the run we, because we they can't. We go head to head, Joe. We're, That's fine. We are going to go head to head. Go Done. fuck yourself. We're going to get the other head. other other. <laughs> let's hey, go to the other. Hey, Canada, rubber. Adam. If you want to replace Joe on this podcast, hey, hey. Honestly, Hey, by all means, easy. if you want to produce, we're you, looking for a new producer. You, you are the one that will be replaced. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> rubber, uh, capper, you're rubber. Uh, you've been on, you, you, you had one week where you strayed from big blue. What was your record? Not betting Kentucky. You, you have not, st- you were like seven and three against the spread, not betting Kentucky, but you're back on Kentucky against Tennessee. Why can't you quit big blue here? I guess technically eight and six now, not betting Kentucky. Oh, and two on Kentucky games. <laughs> That's not a great record. I still love, I still love this defense. I love what they're doing. Um, it's with so Coach funny Stoops. they covered last week too. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I told you take... that they would, though. I yeah. told you that they would. They just needed a fresh like start. They they had a lot of moving pieces on defense. They had a lot of guys that were trying to figure out their role. Um, and that God, they showed that it last offense, like they, that offense has still is not does not have a lot of sync they're they have their wide receivers drop a lot of balls uh well that's because terry wilson's been terrible got a big throwing the football problem um but that rushing offense is incredible um yeah. they're o- averaging over five yards of carry so far despite the fact that teams know they're running the football down their throat um and i really don't know how much Jared Guarantano and Jeremy Pruitt can do against this this defensive front. Um, oh, I, I just like I love what they're doing on defense. Defensive front last week, Cap. 
Yeah, but I'm saying like Georgia's number one in the off, in in the country in rushing defense against, yeah. and Kentucky's number eight in the country. Yeah, Kentucky's, so, Kentucky's um, had good line. Kentucky had good. Do you think? Play. Do you think no Tennessee's doubt. offense in this case though, like Ole Miss, kind of like was able to light it? I don't think. Do you think Tennessee and Ole Miss's offense are in different stratospheres? Because I I think they could maybe put up some points. Tennessee yes. even, was also fairly stout against the run against Georgia. They yeah, allowed that's under a good question. Yeah. That's another part of it. They're very different offenses. I don't think one is noticeably or a tier a better above. Uh, Ole Miss is obviously a lot more explosive and has more yeah. potential for the big play. Yeah, I think um, I think you when you look at it, there's a lot of history against this Wildcat team. They have not beaten Kentucky in Knoxville since 1984. Wow. And that's not good. Wait, is no. that is that real? That's not good. I don't honestly, believe I think that's it's true. Money line then. But they have played a lot of close games against this team. It's almost like a pseudo rivalry at this point, where like you're battling okay, stop, against state stop, lines. Time out. Not a rivalry. Mm. Keep going. Well, <laughs> well, no, it's not. A Tennessee rivalry. really. Well, Tennessee hasn't really performed against their real rivals um, in the last decade plus. Well, if you want to so, call Tennessee and like Vanderbilt a pseudo rivalry, I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Tennessee and Kentucky is not a rivalry, so just let's move mm-hmm. on. But I, but I think, I think you've got a lot of guys. Conference, conference rivals. You've got a lot of guys in that locker room who want to beat this Tennessee team. You've got a lot of coaches on that coaching staff who want to beat this Tennessee football team, and this is the team to do it. They've got all the pieces on defense to do it. They've got all the pieces on offense to do it. As long as Terry Wilson can manage the game, not turn the ball over, they're going to win this game outright. I forget uh, about the six. So I got to say, Joe Public is not crazy about both these rubber picks, which is tremendous news for both these rubber picks. Yeah, uh, it's pretty big. It's based pretty big. on my record this year. Let's go, uh, Rain Man, now you got the game of the week here. A game I, that just I got always try much, to give the listeners the game much, of the week. That just got much more interesting now uh, yeah. with uh, yeah. Coach Saban getting sick. You have, uh, you like, uh, I believe it was still 6.5, UGA at Bama plus yeah, 6.5. Yeah, and, and even with the Saban news, it's still at 6.5. I recommend locking mm. this as soon as you I think it dropped. It. I think it dropped. Dropped to what? I think it's down to four. Uh, all right, whatever. Find it. I like it all the way down to three. If you get can it get together. three and a half. I, I'm still seeing six and a half. I don't know. Find what you can get. Saban's out with COVID. I don't know why that would affect the line that much because the preparation's already been done, and he's not like the best in-game coach, anyways. All right, but anyways, he's still UJ, coaching. Capper, what's the best unit on this field? You just mentioned it when we were talking about the Tennessee game. Who's got the best unit on the field in this game? I think it's the Alabama offense and Matt ah, Jones. No, wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> it's the UGA defensive line, the number one team in the country. Alabama doesn't number one anything in the country right now, Personally. according to the metrics. Uh, but Georgia is the number one defense. There's been a lot of smoke this last week about how Saban's assistants cannot beat him. Well, here comes Kirby Smart. I'm yeah. gonna check you. Also, it was plus. It is plus four. I'm seeing on uh, Bovada. It's plus four now. Yeah. All right, fine. I take think it, it's take yeah. It, it, That's fine. it took take a huge four. dive. I mean, I you all know. because he got COVID. Saban Saban's gonna be coaching all week. Um, I mean, he's going to implement exactly what he wants to do in the game plan. Yeah, I mean, whatever. We're taking Georgia. He won't though. be on the sideline, so, but he'll have plenty of emphasis on this game plan and, and how they attack this Georgia defense, how they attack this Georgia offense. At what point are we going to acknowledge that Bama has a serious fucking coaching problem on the defensive side of the ball? Everyone's talking like it was crazy last week, Ole Miss putting up nearly half 100. Last year, they gave up 48 to Auburn. 
46 to LSU. They also gave up 31 to an even worse Ole Miss team. Yeah. Bama, Bama's defense, they, I watched, I also watched the highlights from the Ole Miss game. I was flipping back and forth. And Dude, I their the secondary was getting torched. They got like, fucking abs- shook. Their safeties they were missing one-on-one. Yards? Like, I'm just like, Bama, I'm just saying, like, is it time to serious? If they lose this game... Is it seriously time to talk about? Is there something going on with just like no, is the no, no, is no, the coaching no, 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 no. turn Bama, at Bama? No, there's not a time for anything doing Bama wrong. Bama is Bama. Clemson is Clemson, and it's going to take a long time till we need to hit the panic button on those. Teams. I think Bama's offense will cover for a lot, but I think their defense has undeniably been doing things that are entirely on Bama like it's it's no longer it's no longer a fact that they have a bad game they are put they're having these games where they allow a lot of points and that's against Georgia I'm curious I don't do you think Georgia's capable of putting up a lot of points I guess would be my question I think I think Georgia's absolutely capable and I think uh I mean I think they'll score probably 31 maybe this game I think the issue with Bama is right now people are really pumping up Matt Jones for a Heisman and if you look at his numbers he absolutely deserves it I why, think the best Matt, offensive why, player, Najee, why not Najee Harris? That's what I was going to say. I think the yeah. best offensive player on Alabama is Najee Harris, who's running all over everyone. He's averaging 6.7 yards per carry, and he's what's opening up for Mac Jones. But the problem is Najee Harris hasn't gone against a real defensive line yet. I think Georgia's going to be able to slow him down. And then we're actually going to see what Mac Jones is in this game, which I'm very excited for, and I don't think anyone knows. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I just think it's going to be close. They've all, this, these teams don't play each other that much. They've played each other twice in the last five years, both in 2018, both one-score games. All right. I, 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 I'll, I'll yeah. allow the pick. Uh, let's go next to uh, Capper, your next pick. Uh, you're, you, got, you got the U in a bounce-back spot, getting quite a few points at home, 13.5 against a, a pit team that they're fairly familiar with. Uh, <laughs> oh, you did get, it. I love it. Uh, um, what do you got here? Well, the U got embarrassed last weekend against Clemson. Um, they came in hot. They came in thinking they could contend with a team at the national championship level like Clemson, and it was very apparent from the start that they could not. Did did someone um, say that would happen during their four-teamer that might not have hit, but that leg of it hit? Did someone say that <laughs> Miami was did, a good but not great actually, team? Um, I'm still very upset about your four-teamer because <laughs> we, we laid a huge dud in the BYU game. Um, but we're looking at Cold 45 schools, and even almost even number of slips on the on both sides in this game. And the line has jumped from 9.5 to 13.5. And, and the total has dropped from 51.5 to 48 or 48.5 depending on where you're looking. But that is not an insignificant swing in my opinion. No. And I think when you're looking at it, what that tells you is that they're telling you P- Pittsburgh cannot score on this Miami defense. Um, As and I know a lot of ball control for Miami and just running that rock, running the clock. Yeah, you know, I I think that I think that you're still looking at a team that is going to outclass the Pittsburgh um, Panthers on the football field. They're going to have better athletes on the offensive side of the ball. They're going to have better athletes on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and then you look at it, and I've got two words for you. Kenny Pickett and Whipple. He's garbage. And I've got two more words for huh, you. Whipple? Rain Man. Mark Whipple. Pat Narduzzi. Pat Narduzzi. And he is a oh, huge. Man. He he's is gonna, a He's going to line up for that extra point or go for two when he's down like 13. And it's not going to be. You're going to cover. Um, oh, the that. U has waxed these guys the last couple years. Um, 
three chances for Pickett so far against the Hurricanes. He's one and two. His win was three years ago. They're not going to beat these Kenny guys. They're steady. way better on the football field. He's um, a, he has, I, he has I just eight, like eight three eight three touchdown interception ratio. Although their rushing like offense is garbage. In the he's so he's so average. Like, like year season career in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know he gets I know he gets a lot of hype, and I know he does a lot of good things on the football field. But like, he is just an average high uh, average college football quarterback. Like he's oh, he doesn't do anything special, <laughs> and. I really don't believe in this offense. And and any time you look at Pittsburgh in the last three or four years, when they are expected to do something, you can bet your bottom dollar they're not going to do it. They're not going to cover this spread. They are going to lose by at least 17 points, and it is going to be embarrassing for Pat Narduzzi. Although, you know what? He's probably so comfortable in that job, he probably doesn't give a shit. Would you say that Kenny Pickett is uh, the Matt McGloin of Brian Lewerke's? I think that's a fair statement. Thank you. Uh, let's you keep rolling. Uh, let's keep rolling. We got a real stinker here on Rain Man Slate. No, uh, no, we're going to go quick. I'll, I'll do it. We're going to go quick because I know you guys don't care. It's an investment play. You're not going to watch it. Southern Miss minus five and a half against UTEP. Think USM's the better team. Think they're turning a corner after their win against the University of North Texas last week. This game comes down to quarterback play. Real quick, USM's Jack Abraham is playing a whole lot better than UTEP's Gavin Hardinson, who has a QBR of 37.3. That's right, 30.7. 37.3 on the season. Bet against that. Also, fun fact, Frank Gore Jr. is a freshman running back who starts for Southern Myth. Miss. And Frank Gore might be starting for the New York Jets this weekend. That's fun. Go with Southern Miss. Southern Miss <laughs> has fun. had a fucking hot mess of a season. Uh, yeah, they've been head, bad, and then they've been good. But, like, I don't their, know. Well, their head, coach, their head coach resigned after the, the first game, and they've just sort of good. been all over the place winning. They, but they've, like, they've been winning games. with. I'm sure, like, it's one of those uh, it's one of those things where, like, teams don't get covered when they aren't, like, elite and they aren't winning a ton of games. But if you got the inside story of what's going on with that team, I bet it would be fucking incredible. Uh, yeah, also, how I like wild the golden is it? Frank Gore Jr. is 18 years old. And like will be in the NFL in three years, just off pedigree alone. Yeah, someone will he'll pick be him up a, in the practice squad. Frank Gore's thirty-seven. Do you think him and Frank Gore Jr. could do what Bron and Bron Bronny are trying to do? It's possible. Or what Ken Griffey Senior and Ken Griffey Junior did. Do you th- yeah. well? The, do you think Frank Gore Senior will last longer in the NFL than Frank Gore Junior, who will probably still have a ten-year career? Man, Ooh, Frank good Gore question. Sen- Frank Gore Senior is not good anymore. I think Frank Gore Senior might have sad. another six years left in him. He doesn't. Uh, <laughs> nope, next. He certainly uh, doesn't. We're gonna toss it back to you, Capper. Uh, you got I. This is a, another just real fucking stinker, but you got it's a UVA minus two at Wake. Two terrible teams going at it. Why do you like UVA? Here? Oh my god, I love this pick too. Oh. Um, UVA stinks. You know it. I know it. But here's something else. Line reeks. Wake Forest also stinks. I've been telling you that. This is my read the slips game of the weekend. We're going back to our basics. We've gotten away from it a little bit. Um, there's so much going on right now. We're looking at coronavirus. We're looking at coaches who aren't on the sidelines. We're looking at who's missing practice, who's missing games. We're going back to basics here, and we're reading the slips. There's 59% of bets on Virginia this weekend, and the line has jumped from zero to two and a half. We're still under a field goal. That's pretty much means just win the game, and you're going to cover the spread in college football. 
I think it's simple. Like UVA has only given up three and a half yards per game, Mm -hmm. three and a half yards per carry on the ground this season. They've been dominant stopping the run. Wake Forest, I know they put up a lot of points against NC State. They still lost that game. You know what? I'm off that guy. I'm off that quarterback. They wish they had Jamie Newman still because I was waiting for that cap. I was be like, at least shot me out of that. This is no longer Jamie Newman's way forward because I'm the head of the Jamie Newman fan club. And I'm following him all the way to Sundays. Uh, I just, I just think this is one of those games where the line is begging you to take one side. You probably lean towards taking the other because everything you've seen with your eyes tells you to take that side. Don't do it. Don't fall into the trap. Take yeah. UVA. You're only laying two and a half points. You're going to be counting your money on this game once it's over. I mean, it's going to be over quick It's because, God forbid, it, if it's not an 11 a.m. game, my God, what are we doing? <laughs> and, let's be, and let's be real. This is a game that you should absolutely be paid money to watch, so I really hope this is a winner. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and I know, I know FPI does not like um, the Who's this year. Yeah. But... It- You've still got Bronco Nagurski on the sideline. He's won a ton Bronco of games Nagurski? as a head coach. The old Chicago I, I, Bears Bronco, or whatever. <laughs> you meant Bronco Mendenhall, but Mendenhall. I'm sure Bronco Nagurski. Oh, that would be what an is, inspiring. What a cool football Wait, pull that Actually, let's send there. the breaking news unit to confirm whether it is Bronco Nagurski or Mendenhall on the <laughs> sidelines there. <laughs> yeah. If if they were being well, coached so by a long dead person, it would make sense for how they fucking look this year. Uh, There's so many uh, Broncos running Adam, around in my apparently, brain. Apparently, uh, Bronco Nagurski had a long career in the CFL as well. In general, well, there's a lot of Broncos. There's in a general, lot of shout out to any person brain. who names their kid uh, after a horse. Uh, you know what? That's enough talking about that game because it's a garbage game. We're gonna go to another garbage team here. You that Rayman likes for his final pick. Uh, uh-oh. Capper, I think drums I, while, while Joe introduces. I think I is hear it, it the, in the distance. Is it Give me some drums? drums in the distance. You hear them? Can't is it you hear them? Drums? I can hear them. Bum, 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 bum. I hear That's right. Uh, FSU bum, plus 13 and a half bum, against bum, UNC. Bum, bum, and you guys know I love pick. UNC. I'm the biggest UNC fan pick. that you know. Don't Sam Howell, it. the whole thing. But let the Jordan Travis era emerge. A true dual threat quarterback. He can throw as good as James Blackman. Well, that doesn't mean much. But he can also run the ball pretty well. 19 carries for 96 yards and a touchdown last week against the Fighting Irish. I think FSU is going to have a bright future. Not this year, not next year, not the year after that. But eventually. But I do think they can cover the spread for the most part because UNC just lets teams hang around. Uh, they only beat Virginia Tech by 11, though they should have won by 11. They beat Boston College by 4. They only separated themselves from Syracuse in the fourth quarter. I think FSU can hang around at 13 and a half points. I think they'll be able to cover. Man, oh, I don't know man, how you can make that, right. how you can feel good about that pick after seeing how Notre Dame just gashed them on the ground. And Michael oh, Carter and, and, and is. And UNC a, Michael too, Carter UNC is. going to let him hang around. Michael also, Carter's Jordan act- Travis looked a lot better than Blackman. Like, guess, guess, guess how many yards per carry Michael Carter is averaging this season? 5.7. 10.3, motherfucker. Second hey, running back, Javante Williams, 6.3. How do you think FSU's. Running game, like running defense, is going to hold up against that. Are you sure they you feel good about but this? One? But but does UNC ever blow anyone out? What do you mean ever? Um, I don't know, man. Like but this I, year or the a, last year, they don't. It's not their game. I know they it's a night game. People play and close it's games. It's going to bite them at home. But like, I just see a UNC team that looks all oh, woof, uh, woof. They're electric, right? Capper, I mean, how like, do you feel about this one? I've been picking UNC teams. I know they're electric. I am. Um, 
I I wouldn't wish betting on Florida State on my worst enemy. My testes were in my lower that was your only cover the last entire week. game Saturday because like I knew it was lingering death with the with the Seminoles. They just had you had to hold on for dear life because my God, they are terrible. They're so bad. I know they covered, but like they shouldn't have. Jordan I, Travis era. I hope. I'm I'm hoping that. College football is healthy from COVID. Let's go. College football is more fun with the Seminoles at the top. Not with the Seminoles. The Seminole at the top. uprising begins. Uh, well let's let's recap the picks real quick. Caffer, give me your picks. Well, I still got one more. I got Kansas plus twenty two and a half at West Virginia this weekend. How could someone forget? Um, many people probably did already. <laughs> this is just this is fucking lazy ass pick. I mean, you're it's on the not. right side of it. It's not. Um, it. th- less than 30% of bets on the Jayhawks this weekend. Les yeah. Miles is in or out of COVID protocols. I don't they're know that really matters. They're saying he's going to coach. It, it doesn't, doesn't seem like um, he's been in it long enough. But that they're doesn't saying even he's matter. Coach. It doesn't matter for they, Kansas. They have not lost to West Virginia by 23 or more since 2016. Oh, okay. And you right. know who the coach was back then? It was not Les Miles. I hope you make it through, coach. I hope you pull through. I hope you get Who's to eat Mark grass Mangina? again on the sidelines. Um, it was actually David Beatty. I don't even know who that is. Good football man. I'm fine. <laughs> I'd say average football man. Good football um, man. He's an A football I like, man. I like Miles Kendrick. I think he's a fine quarterback for Kansas. I think um, running back Velton Gardner is pretty solid. He's averaging over five yards of carry. Um, I just think this is way too many points for a game that West Virginia doesn't have anything to prove. they got to get through this week. Kansas is going to show up, give everything they've got. They're going to try very hard, and they're going to keep it within three scores. I like that uh, Puka Williams hasn't really had a breakout game, uh, hasn't had a breakout game this year, but I'd be looking out for Puka Williams to maybe get some yardage here against West Virginia. He's been real quiet. Sure. Why not? That'd I'm be a nice. Puka, I'm a Puka guy. Uh, let's, That'd be nice. Uh, it, so, just, um, it just doesn't matter. They're going to lose by 20 points, and we're going to be – counting our money because yeah. we got 22 and a half yeah, it's called an investment play all right right yeah. man let's uh run through your slate uh who are your picks so big rubber i got aggie minus six minus whatever against michigan state <laughs> mississippi state mississippi, <laughs> michigan state starts next week T- stay tuned for the big 10 uh uga plus six next and week? a half against alabama it plus might be four, buddy. one that might be at four or four and a half or yeah. whatever. Southern Miss minus five and a half at UTEP and FSU plus 13.5. The Knolls against UNC and Sam Howell. Bum, 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 one in three bum, week bum, uh, bum, capper bum, on uh, – give bum, me your bum, fix. Bum, 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 bum. Big rubber, Kentucky plus six at Tennessee. Miami minus 13 and a half versus Pitt. UVA minus two and a half at Wake Forest. And the Kansas Jayhawks plus twenty two and a half at West Virginia. That's a four and a week. We're guaranteeing it on this side of the podcast. Speak, speaking of four and oh, are you guys ready to make some real fucking money here? With some your scratch? With your all dog four teamer to light up the fucking the, to light up the world. Uh, if you had bet I'm my four teamer right if you had bet my four-teamer last week, you would have made $0 because I did not hit my four-teamer last week. Uh, th- thank you, BYU. But we are uh, we are back. I'm feeling good about this one. We're starting. Uh, I got Ole Miss plus one and a half at Arkansas. 
Uh, Arkansas got got screwed last week. Ole Miss got a moral victory, putting up half a hundred on Saban. I just think their offense is really good. Jerry Ely is a little guy who runs fast, and it's just my favorite genre of player. Uh, next we got I'm taking uh, Tulsa. I'm taking Tulsa plus three and a half at home against Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati, everyone's going to see the number next to their name. That's 11. And I don't think that means shit. Uh, Tulsa has the results. Cincinnati rolls by 14. Uh, Tulsa beat UCF, barely lost to Okie State. Up next, uh, of course, sticking with the Colts schools, Liberty plus three and a half at Hughes. Uh, Colts schools have been huge. Tommy DeVito is out. It's a small spread, but, but Liberty is just lighting it up and you should just keep betting on them until they stop. Uh, they got herd immunity early. They're the only ones who figured it out. Uh, South Carolina. Liberty, Liberty. Hold up. Hold up, Joe. Hold up. Liberty's minus three and a half. Minus three and a half. Minus three and a half. Oh, I love it even more. They're definitely a favorite. I love it. I was, I was considering taking Syracuse until Tommy DeVito was rolled out. Well, you look plus minus. It's just a, it's just a symbol. Uh, we got social construct. And next, last we got uh, South Carolina plus three versus Auburn. I love this matchup because South Carolina's that. offense has juice this year, but I love it even more because Auburn won a game they shouldn't have last week, and the football gods were good and just, except when it comes to Texas football. They hate Texas football. Uh, <laughs> that is my four-teamer that is absolutely going to – We got I actually don't hate this plus one and a half. Uh, Tulsa plus three and a half Liberty anywhere between plus three and a half and take it anywhere up to minus 38 and a half. Um, <laughs> South Carolina plus three, and that's a winner. I feel pretty good about it, boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm placing this four-teamer. This is the first one I'm going to place all year. Yeah, <laughs> it's, okay. cer- it's certainly a loser, but I'll ride with Joe. God bless you, everyone. Uh, be sure uh, to join us this weekend. Uh, we're going to be on. Uh, we're going to be on Flick Chat, uh, just talking about the games as they go and reviewing the picks, and also follow us at BYBW Podcast. Uh, let me see. I guess uh, to, to send it off, uh, is Tom Herman going to be fired? Um, I've got strong intel on this. Um, Tom Herman is done. He is going to coach out the rest of the season if he can string together a few wins. But if they lose another game and they're looking at an Oklahoma State team coming in town – in two weeks if they lose that game tom herman is done officially they're already working on the contracts with urban meyer and that's a bit. this is breaking news listeners urban, urban meyer is going to be your next head coach at the university of texas and we are the type of professional meteorization that places the biggest news break in our history right at the end of the show that's what we do. that's what we do yeah well we just keep them it's one of those things where you just keep the string you know like you yeah keep them like listening. You listen to the whole keep them listening keep them listening keep them listening and then boom urban Meyer. wham urban, urban Meyer. Texas. wham urban Meyer. university of texas boom. he's he's a he's apparently boom. searching he's apparently Pow. searching for homes in spanish Pow. Pow. right now i gotta say austin is a great place to work and then quickly retire which appears to be urban meyer you can just build something up and then retire before it just comes crashing to the ground i think that texas would take the trade at this point yeah, we've only crashed to the ground i i am hearing though if um the urban meyer talks fall through that they're looking to uh, young upstart mac brown <laughs> you love to see it